Welcome back to the QEH podcast, the place to find out more about the school and to connect with staff, pupils and parents at a deeper level. Each week we'll be interviewing people within the QEH community, asking them questions and spending time understanding them and more about the school. In this episode, we speak to captains of the school, Ruby and Ash, and we learn what it means to be a captain of the school, how they both reacted on the day they discovered they were each going to hold that position, and what it's like to represent the school in different situations. But we also find out the answers to some questions that relate only to them, such as where they'd take all their friends if they could go anywhere on holiday. So stick around to see where that might be. But for now, join us as we explore the world of QEH from the perspective of our two six formers. Ruby and Ash, thank you for being here today and welcome to the QEH podcast. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Excellent. Well, like, I'm really excited to talk to you both today. Uh, because it's great to understand what school life is like from a student perspective. Quite often we hear from people that have left the school, but it's great to hear what it's like from people who are actually there as students right now. But first of all, we're recording this on a Wednesday morning. How do Wednesdays usually look for each of you in school? My Wednesdays are pretty good. I have um, quite a lot of free periods, so I don't really need to be in school till eleven twenty on a Wednesday. Okay, And then I'll have history uh maths and physics which are the subjects that i'm studying Mm -hmm. obviously the day is looking a bit different at the moment because of covid uh whereas normally we'd start earlier in the morning we have Mm. a a staggered start time okay so um, our day generally starts later and finishes slightly later right um it also means we get a shorter lunch period which uh you know it has its benefits and it has its drawbacks Mm -hmm. but overall wednesdays are pretty good days for me Okay. And Ruby, how are Wednesdays looking for you? Wednesdays are pretty good for me as well. I also don't have to be in till 11.20 because I've got freeze in the morning. Um, And then later on, I'll have psychology um, followed by politics and then biology this afternoon. Okay. Now, I've got a few things I'd like us to talk about. But before I do, can you just give me a quick snapshot, each of you, as to, you know, who you are, how long you've been at the school for? And you've both touched on a couple of things you're studying, but just sort of tell us a little bit more about that. Shall I go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I've been at QEH um, since year 12, so I've been here for nearly two years now. Mm -hmm. Um, For my A-levels, I study biology, psychology and politics. And later on this year, I'm hoping to go to university to study psychology um, with hopes to become a clinical psychologist and then um, maybe go into politics after that. Oh, okay. Ash, how about you? So uh, my name's Ash and of course I'm I'm the other captain of school this year. (laughs) Um, I'm studying maths, further maths, physics and history. Mm -hmm. And next year I'm hoping to take a gap year and maybe do a ski season. Nice. And then eventually I'll look at studying maths and philosophy at university. Okay. And Ruby, do you know where you're hoping to study psychology at university? Um, I'm not sure yet because the university I want to go to hasn't got back to me yet, but hopefully King's College in London. And if not, then possibly Leeds. Not okay. sure yet then. All right. Well, whether it's, whether it's King's or Leeds, they're both great places to go. But yeah. I'd like to start by talking to you both about what I imagine has been one of the biggest things to hit your, your teenage years in life, really, and that being COVID. And obviously everyone has seen changes in their lives because of this. But being a sixth former, I imagine that you've seen changes in, in, in different ways in your lives. But tell me a little bit about being captain of school during a pandemic like 2020. 
Yes, so ordinarily, um, the role of captain of school would primarily include um, leading assemblies, um, which obviously we haven't been able to do. But we've been quite lucky in that we have um, done live assemblies um, almost every week, um, quite often. So usually we either record it live or we pre-record us just talking about whatever the assembly is about. I think we've done Black Lives Matter, mental health, among others. We did a Remembrance Day assembly as well. Mm -hmm. So um, we haven't really missed out on that particularly, but you don't get that aspect of public speaking that I think we both quite looked forward to. Do you prefer the uh, the live recordings when you're addressing people or, or the pre-recorded ones? I think the pre-recorded ones are definitely less stressful because <laughs> we often retake them and retake them until they're, until they're right. Mm. But the live recording um, does give that sort of feeling of giving a proper assembly, I think. Ash, tell me a little bit more about being captain of school. What does it actually involve apart from the things that Ruby's already told us about. So I think another big uh, aspect of Captain of School is that you um, you meet a lot of old Elizabethans uh, through social events. Okay. Um, obviously, none of that's happened that year, this year, which has been really unfortunate because I was quite looking forward to the food that they have. <laughs> um, but we've just finished filming our Charter Day Assembly, okay. which will be live streamed on Friday morning. Tell me more about that assembly. What is that? So it basically commemorates the charter which founded uh, QEH in 1590 mm-hmm. and it's every year and we kind of we usually go down to the cathedral and uh, listen to some hymns put on by the choir and listen to some readings and it's basically just kind of a day to commemorate the founding of the school mm. but of course because we can't do that this year we're doing it with a, a live streamed assembly instead. So in what ways do you feel like putting the pandemic to one side for a second how do you feel like being captain of school might have prepared you for you know future life whether that's university or or doing you know working in a ski season uh, or doing anything out uh, after university in the world of work well i think um the, you know the pressure to to improve your public speaking is definitely one of the main things you can take from it hmm. but also um you know socializing with uh, people of different age groups because um, as a captain of school you're kind of expected to be able to socialize with not just your year but children in uh, younger year groups and also the teachers as well because mm-hmm. you're supposed to kind of um, form almost a, po- a point of contact between the student body and the teachers mm-hmm. so I think that's definitely helped but also you know you get the feeling of responsibility uh, and you're you're almost a figurehead the, of the school at this point so you've got you've got some pressure on you kind of in the way that you act and setting an example, which I think is also really important to mm. take into your later life. Ruby, tell me a little bit more about being in this position and needing to communicate with lots of different people at different ages, like Ash just told us about. How does that feel when you have to speak to people that are older than you and then other times speaking to people that are quite a bit younger than you? Yeah, I think it I think it definitely develops your skills of sort of being relatable and being able to talk, like you said, to people of all ages. Um, I personally have a younger brother, so it's quite easy at the school. So it's quite easy for me to sort of gauge the general feeling of um, how the school's going for mm. the younger students. OK. Um, and I think um, because the teachers here are so sort of like nice and easy to talk to, it's easy to communicate with them. Um, the feeling of the school and things like that and I definitely think that like 
um, giving assemblies and um, developing our public speaking skills also helps with that because it means you can basically talk to anybody and be confident in doing so. So how did it feel then on the day when you found out that you were going to be one of the captains of school? Um, it was actually it was such a nice feeling because um, it was just at the start of quarantine so basically a year ago um, and I was in bed and I received the email um, and I just screamed because <laughs> I was so happy um, and my brother came in my room because he was like what's going on and I was like I got captain of school and hey. he was so happy for me bless him so yeah it was a good feeling. Ash tell me about your response when you discovered you were going to be captain of school. I think for me it was, it was more relief more than anything because um, you know, a lot of my year group have known that I, I wanted to be captain of school since year eight mm-hmm. and so all through years eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve I've just been getting constant jokes about like oh what if you don't get it it'll be so funny mm-hmm. so, so I was more relieved than anything I think mm-hmm. just that I wouldn't be the butt of a load of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay another question now for both of you most people listening to this uh, to this podcast episode will know about the normal activities that happen in school. So most people will know, of course, that you study maths and English, and they'll know that you probably do some kind of sport as well. But what else do you do in school that other people might not know about? Um, I think there's like there's three areas mainly where you've got you've got extra things happening. So you've obviously got the sporting side of things. You've kind of got the musical and performing arts side of things. And then you've uh, also got the house side of things, which kind of encompasses both of those and more. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll talk about the sporting side. Um, you've obviously got rugby matches. Well, you'd normally have rugby and football matches on a Saturday. But then equally, you've got house sporting events. So basketball, football, rugby. Uh, I think we've got a hockey house event now as well. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot of participation in that. But equally... You've got enrichment in the lower year groups where um, students will maybe go on uh, like uh, a trek to Belmont Woods and learn about how to build campfires and dens mm-hmm. there, as mm-hmm. well as learning about mental health and other things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got outdoor pursuits, which is really big at this school, actually. So you'll have a lot of students taking part in gold silver and bronze dv okay and also um 10 tours where you basically spend two days tre- treading across dartmoor either 35 45 or 55 miles wow awesome and ash how many of these things that you're telling me about have you personally been involved in um probably most of them i've, <laughs> I've done 10 tours i'm i'm doing my gold dv currently mm-hmm. i've played uh, school football rugby um I'm yet to play hockey. I would quite like to play some hockey before the end of the year. And what things are involved in the gold DOV that people might not know about if they don't know a great deal about what DOV is all about? So DOV is split into three main sections. You have a, a volunteering section, uh, a skill section and a, a physical section. Mm-hmm. So the physical is basically being active in some sort of way. So I've just done rugby for that section. Okay. Um, the skill is just developing a skill so that could be anything from cooking to journalism Mm -hmm. i've chosen to do um creative writing okay Uh, so over the past year i've written some speeches on on things such as like what makes a relationship special you know how to make the most out of your life but also uh like chat small chapters from books and stuff like that and then the volunteering section is you can help someone in the community in some sort of way um, and there's really like no limit to what you can kind of do. So I ran a club in school 
for a couple of months, which uh, was all about creative writing mm -hmm. and creative arts. And I forgot to add on top of that, you have to do an expedition, which is basically for Gold Deer V, it's a five day walk, I think. A five day walk? I think it's four days and five nights. Okay. So we go to Snowdonia and you basically plan your route through Snowdonia over the course of four, four days. Mm. And mm. it's really nice, especially if the weather's good, it's a really nice time because you don't actually have to spend a huge amount of the day walking. You can spend a lot of time exploring and kind of swimming in uh, like lakes around Snowdonia and stuff like that. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Ruby, how about you? What what sort of things do you tend to get involved in outside of what some people might consider to be the normal school activities? Yeah, so I'm sort of more on the musical side of things. Um, so I do one-on-one um, -on -one piano lessons at QEH, mm -hmm. and that's obviously available to everyone to everyone to do. Um, and le there's lessons for every instrument. And there's also house music, which I was involved in last year. Um, I think most people get involved in house music. It's quite a it's quite a good event that everyone looks forward to. Mm. Um, so usually we do in our houses we do um, a house song. So that's like um, got maybe thirty people in each song. Okay. Um, and then there's bands as well, mm -hmm. um, and I think sometimes solo performances. Um, and that's um, a, an event, as I said, that everyone looks forward to. So tell me more about the music that you do. Then what what kind of music do you get involved in? Um, so I just play the piano um, sort of by myself, um, but I've been doing that since I was seven and I really enjoy it. And my QEH teacher is probably the best teacher I've ever had here. <laughs> okay, let me just ask you then about that piano. How does it feel when you're playing piano, either in a one-to-one -one lesson or when you're playing on your own? Well, it feels like kind of like a, an escapism, if you know what I mean. It's kind of like um, when I'm playing the piano, I feel um, at peace and quite mindful hmm. and I find it quite a stress relieving activity. Okay well let's carry on about feelings for a second because I'd love to know what the feeling is like when you're representing QEH not just as captain of school but in any kind of um, production or music event or a sporting tournament. Tell me more about how that feels to represent the school. Well it's kind of like a feeling of pride um, and a feeling of sort of achievement and success mm. um, which is obviously a nice feeling um, I personally haven't been involved in a lot of drama productions or things like that I haven't really had the chance to mm -hmm. um, but to give the example of sort of like an open evening where I'm representing the school mm. um, it's a really nice feeling just to sort of represent your school and just be proud of what you've achieved here and be proud of the establishment that you belong to it's mm. just a nice feeling do you get nervous at all when you got to speak to a number of people like that a little bit nervous you get the butterflies beforehand but <laughs> I feel like once you're actually doing it you get into the swing of it and you and you start really enjoying it Ash tell me about your experiences of representing the school yeah I'd mostly just echo what Ruby said I think kind of the family feel you get here really like makes you makes you want to do well for the school as well as yourself hmm um, yeah, I, I can especially relate on, on the rugby pitch where you're not just playing for, for yourself, you're playing for your team and you're playing for the badge. Mm. Um, you really do want to do your best for the school. Well, look, both of you, I'd love to find out a little bit more about each of you and just to share this with the people listening. So I'm going to ask a couple more questions now. So first of all, if you could attend any concert of any band or singer or anyone musical from all time, dead or alive, who would that be? Uh I reckon I'd I'd go to listen to the Smiths. I think the Smiths um, get this. Yeah, bit of a Morrissey <laughs> fan, are you? 
Yeah, well, they were the they were the first band my dad ever showed me, so that's how I got into them. Mm. And I think they're just like, I don't know, they're just like a band I'd really like to go and see live. I think. Mm. Ruby, how about you? Um, well, I like I like all kinds of music. I'm I'm really not fussy about it, but I feel like um, a band I'd really want to see live would be Queen, just because I feel like their music would be amazing live. Mm. And me and my brother really like queen (laughs) and i feel like to go with my brother would be a a great experience no it's a good answer ruby okay well also keeping on the music theme for a second what what, what's the last music you were playing on your phones um oh i'm not sure wait ash can go first because i'm not sure i'm just having a look now so i was listening to uh kid cootie's new album uh man on the moon three the chosen okay I, I confess i don't know that one how about you ruby any ideas um i'm just having a look oh i was listening to lana del rey okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right okay um what's your social media platform of choice if you could only keep one which one would it be um for me it would probably ins- be instagram mm-hmm. just because um i'm quite into taking photos of myself um <laughs> and um <clears throat> sorry to mention my brother again but he he's quite a good photographer and he often um well I often make him take photos for me just because he's quite he's quite good at it um so I yeah I enjoy the photo side of Instagram mm. and also the activism that goes on on Instagram is I think it's a really good educational opportunity mm. um I've learned so much from Instagram about a plethora of things um so I think it's also really good for that Ash, how about you? Um, it's a close run between Instagram and Snapchat, but I think I'd probably go with Snapchat just because it's easier to stay in contact with people through that. So, you know, I, I know people that I've met kind of almost five years ago now and I haven't seen since, but I still I still stay in contact with them through Snapchat. Mm, so mm. I'd, I reckon I'd go with that. Okay, right. Both of you, quick answer on this. Uh, you can go on holiday with two closest friends anywhere in the world. Where do you go? Chamonix in France. Chamonix. Okay, go skiing. That makes sense. Ruby? Avoriaz in France for skiing. <laughs> okay, all right. France is popular for skiing right now. And one thing that each of you did during lockdown last year that wouldn't have happened otherwise? Just trying to think what happened in lockdown now. Um, oh, wait, can I? I yeah, you okay. go. Um, well, I was going to go on holiday with my friends, but unfortunately it got cancelled. So we all went to my friend's campsite. Um, and we all had such a fun time, like, around the campfire. And it just kind of took things back to like the bare bones of social interaction it was just really fun camping's one of those things isn't it you know before you do it you're kind of questioning if it's the right thing to do but whenever you're actually doing it it's always good fun good fun yeah um well to be fair i'd say i went so i went surfing for the first time uh during the the little break between the lockdowns and i don't know if i would have done that if i hadn't been locked down for like the past month because i just really wanted to get out and do something i I think we can all uh empathize with how that feels ash okay and then very last question what are you both looking forward to most when the world is back to normal again uh i reckon it's just being able to go out with friends socialize and not having Mm. to kind of stick in your little bubbles all the time Mm. and ruby um mine is probably just spending more time with my grandparents because obviously i haven't been able to do that as much as i would like to because they're obviously at risk because they're old um (laughs) but i'm really looking forward to doing that again and going on holiday with them again Well, it won't be long and one day we will be back to normal again soon. Yeah. Ruby, Ash, thank you both for your time. Look, I've really enjoyed talking to you both. So thank you so much for coming on to this episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. 
And there we go. A big thank you to Ruby and Ash for taking the time out to speak to us today. Weren't they good? Not just at sharing information, but also speaking so confidently and clearly. Now, as always, don't forget that you can contact the school if you have any questions. It's qehbristol.co.uk or you can email office at qehbristol.co.uk. To find the school on social, just search qehbristol. Now, if you're listening and you haven't followed or subscribed to this podcast channel, then now is the time to do it, because it just means that when the next episode is released, you'll receive a small notification to let you know that it's ready. And that means that you won't miss it. So go do that now. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now.